Hey, welcome back to the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, I'm going to fill you in on three different traps that not just everybody falls into, but a lot of racers fall into that I see. So, um, why I kind of call them traps is because they look like they're, they sound like really good ideas or these really good, you know, these ideas that, yep, this is it. This is what I got to do. Um, you know, this is what's going to work for me. This is what's going to take my game to the next level. This is going to solve all my problems. Um, and so many racers fall into these categories, um, fall into these traps that, uh, you know, really we're going to leave you spinning your wheels and things just to really look out for. And like I said, there's just three of them today. Uh, this episode actually isn't going to be very long. I'm going to shoot some information at you really quick. And uh, I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but I just know it's going to be shorter because I don't have a lot of time today, so I got to knock this episode out. So let's just get right into it. Um, these traps I see happen all the time. Um, this is just by getting new racers coming in that I start working with. These are the conversations that we have, things that they were doing that they can't find out, you know, really why they're not, um, you know, basically what leads them to hiring me. But uh you know, I've had other conversations with other racers, kind of what they do, and and also I just kind of, as a fan, I just see kind of what's going on as well um, through a lens of a coach myself. Um, again, I'm a big fan of the sport, so I follow a lot of different realms of racing. So um, this is a lot of, like, three collective thoughts that I've, I've had over the years um, that I've found to be most popular. So number one is, and this is, this happens so much, uh, this is when it comes to your gym workouts, your physical training, so many people try to replicate their racing within their gym workouts. And um, this is so popular. And, and I know why I, I can sense why as an athlete, you know, you're trying to, you have this sensation on the bike, like, okay, I have to, I'm racing this long. My heart rate's this high. I'm breathing hard. These muscles get tired. So, you know, I think this is where like circuit training becomes so popular and like really just completely overused in training. But, um, you know, a lot of people will try to set up these workouts and they'll just keep moving and they'll try to get their heart rates to a certain point because that's where they are when they're either practicing or racing. Um, they'll try to just do, you know, movements like they'll just try to mimic what they're doing on the bike. So they'll do some sort of like, you know, body weight squat with like a row, um, and they're just like, they're really more just like hell bent on trying to replicate like a moto for them. So if like they race for 15 minutes, um, you know, they're trying to do these 15 minute like workouts and like, they're trying to replicate like what they got to do at a race. Um, again, totally understand why th- people would think this way, but, but most people don't want to like realize about training is that for the physical training, you're just simply training the biomechanics and the bioenergetics of your body, like for what your sport demands. So you're just training body systems. You're not trying to replicate the sport. It's kind of a misplaced uh, focus, I would say. So biomechanics would be like, what's the mechanics that your body has to like has to be prepared for in the sport? And then the bioenergetics is just basically your conditioning. It's what are the energy systems mostly responsible for? Like, how do those have to be prepared? And if you can kind of like narrow down those two areas, 
Like you're 90% in the in the ballpark as far as training. You don't have to focus on replicating the sport. You just have to understand okay, what mechanics do I need to be have to be prepared for and what um really what energy systems do I need to focus on? And for the energy systems, it's just a heavily aerobic based sport. So, you know, I would say I'm not 90%, probably closer to like 70, 75, but um, it makes a big difference in focus when you're trying to go from, you know, I need to get ready. I need to replicate my moto in the gym. Look, you're not on your bike. You're just, you're in a gym with just yourself. Um, practicing on your bike, that's when you replicate the sport because then you're doing your sport. That's when you do your motos, you do your drills. And even in, when you practice on your bike, like, you know, if you have a riding coach or something like that, you don't just go show up if you do... You know, the pros aren't just doing 30-minute motos all the time. GNC guys, they're not doing three-hour race or three-hour practices, and then that's it. They're not just simply replicating the sport. You break the sport down into all these different components, and you work on those components so that when you get to the race, all them different components are worked on and developed so that it gives you a better chance to be a better racer at the race. Um, a lot of people lose focus of that, so... You know, the first trap um, is definitely don't try to, you know, be super focused on replicating how you feel in the race in the gym. Um, just go back to the basics. What are the mechanics? What are the, um, you know, bioenergetics that you have to be responsible for? And just start focusing on that. And that will make the impact not trying to replicate um, a race simulation inside of a gym. Okay, moving on to number two. Uh, this one's going to be training like the pros. So I've done a podcast before, like this is what the pros do. This is what they do really good at. And the pros possess a lot of awesome qualities, um, whether it's in their habits, especially their riding, um, certain forms of preparation. Like there's obviously a, a ton of things that the, the pros do awesome at, but not all of the time. Like when it comes to their physical prep, um, it's not always accurate. So they like, it's not always the best training. Um, and they do a lot of good stuff like on the bike and like what happens is like they're super talented in racing. So they kind of get away with either bad preparation or, you know, bad physical prep. I'm not saying that all the pros train bad. That's not what I'm saying, but there are some that you see videos and it's like, Oh, because this guy is winning right now whatever he's doing, that's what the rest of the sport wants to do. So, you know, like when Ryan Dungey was winning, you know, he, you know, it was popular that he was, uh, you know, running. So then everybody starts saying you had to run to be a good racer. And then, you know, cycle cycling became really popular with Carmichael to Villapoto and, and whatnot. So then everybody wants to cycle. Um, so it's really like whatever the top people are doing, you know, everyone kind of gravitates towards that. And sometimes like, some of these programs, like they're not, um, you know, like they might not be that great. And especially like what you see or what you think you're seeing might not actually be what's the reality of what's going on just because it's on like a, a 30 second clip or it just kind of gets talked about. Um, there's a lot of like, there's like this whole level between what we see as fans versus what's really going on day to day. Um, so I just want to say like, don't fall into the trap. Like just because you see 
you know, one of the top racers doing this one thing doesn't mean you have to start doing it. Doesn't even mean it's good for them. Doesn't even mean it's good for you. Uh, let's take this another step or two further and let's kind of dig a little deeper to really kind of figure out like, Hey, like, do you need to do this just because they do it? Do you do it? Is it even necessary for them and vice versa? And don't worry, this happens in all sports, um, happens with, NFL, NBA, like all the the sports, you know, the top athletes in the world. I've seen a lot of um, really talented athletes have terrible training technique in the gym, but you know what? They are awesome on the field or the court, and you know, like the talent will just cover a lot of things up. And really, that's what you get paid to do. You get paid to, you know, when you're a pro, you get paid to race and you get paid to compete and to win races, win games, things like that. So, um, you know, that conversation can only go so far, but that's just the gist of it. Um, Again, don't fall into the training trap of just because so-and-so does something doesn't just make it the gospel for everybody else. Okay, so moving right along here, told you this one, we're going to just kind of knock this one out. Um, This one, number three, is hopping on the newest trends. Again, this is not just a moto industry thing. This is a global, um, maybe not global, probably more here in like the Western culture. Um, countries are really uh, <laughs> are really uh, bad at this. They're really super guilty, especially in America here. Um, I should say the United States. But uh, so people love hopping on the newest trends and it happens a lot in racing too. I do see this a lot. And so what happens when like there's these trends come out and whether it's nutrition or different training programs or styles, things like that. So when you start going from like trend to trend and like people do this a lot, like it could be, you do something for a couple months, then you switch and you do something else for another couple months and you just keep doing this. Every time something comes out, you read an article, everything sounds promising. You know, you read a couple more articles. You say you did your, research if that's what we consider research to be these days and you know you hop on this new um this new trend that's out well what happens is first off whether the trend is legit or not when you're just kind of bouncing around all these different programs and all these different methods and these different diets you're technically like screwing up your adaptation process because when you're training you have to like your body adapts to what you're doing that's basically training that's why it takes like you can't just train for two weeks and be in shape it takes time for your body to adapt to these things over time. So you need to have a, a period where your body like adapts. So let's just say for like instance, um, you know, you're doing like a, a strength training program and you're doing some conditioning and whatnot and you're doing it for like three months and things are going great. Well, then all of a sudden someone tells you that you read about how yoga is like this, the best new thing to do. So you're like, well, yeah, I need to be loose, limber, and it'll make me stable. Yeah, it sounds like what I need to do. Well, then you go and hop off, you know, what you were doing, which may have been, you know, a decent plan at the time, and you switch to something completely different. Well, like, all those adaptations you'd been working on now are kind of, like, lost because you've went to this whole other direction, and now your body is working in this whole other realm of, um, you know, external um, stresses that are just different. Like you throw a whole curveball at your, uh, without getting too technical, you basically throw a curveball at, um, the way your body's trying to adapt right now. Um, so 
that's really the first thing that comes to my mind is like when you let's we call it like program hopping and like the training um it's po- like that term's popular in the powerlifting world too is people like this like a, a new program comes out and they just keep like hopping to it uh you never actually have time to like let a program work for yourself like you should at least be on a program for a year to decide whether it you know is like is actually working or before you actually have to like change something up drastically um, you have to keep in mind, like when trends come and go, they come and go for a reason. And it's because usually these trends that come out, like something gets really popular and it gets popular really fast. Nine out of 10 times it's a trend and it's just either really, sh- it's really all hype or just short lived results that seem to be working. So all the stuff that, you know, is proven to work you know, it's, it's here, it's stayed around, it's true and tested things that we're doing that develop athletes, that get them strong, that gets them fit, you know, helps them reduce injuries. Uh, you know, we've been doing this for years now. I'm, I'm not the one that invented it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on that are, are here and they're here to stay. And you just keep, we just keep trying to improve on that stuff. And the trends, like, they disappear because everybody forgets about them. Like it doesn't work and everybody gets off them. And then they move on to the next trend. Well, they cycle every like five, 10, 15 years. You know, like when I first got back into coaching, like intermittent fasting was called the renegade diet. Like that was a big one going around at the time. And now the names changed a million times and there's, you know, a million intermittent fasting plans. Like, um, and it's even gone away since what I called the renegade diet. Then it went to keto and then it comes back to intermittent fasting. So like everything's like revolving. I haven't even been doing it long enough to really sit here and like tell you exactly how the trends all work. Cause I know like I can look back at time and know when certain things were popular and, uh, but I haven't like lived through it for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, nothing like that yet. So Uh, It'll be interesting when I do, but I've already seen it like drastically just within like the last 10 to 15 years. Um, These trends kind of popping up. They just, they hang around, everybody talks about them and they just, they disappear. And usually what happens is like what they're selling you today, you know, different packages or what they're, what the trends are as far as either training, things like that. Um, What they're, what they're selling you today is just repackaged and sold differently than it was the first time around or the last time around. So when the trends come out, be the last person to get excited about them, let everybody else do the trends and they can hop on Facebook and Instagram, tell you how awesome the new trend is. You just keep doing your thing, stay focused. And, uh, you know, if something new comes out, you're, you'll find out sooner or later if it's real or not, like let everybody else go do it first and then see how they feel in a couple months. Because if, if it's not six months to a year and they're not still on this trend, then, you know, it's pretty much a waste of time. Uh, so that's it for today. Hopefully you can avoid these three training traps. I don't want you to get sucked into them. Um, don't worry about replicating your racing workouts. Just train your body as a system. Beware of training like the pros. A lot of good stuff going on out there, but also a lot of not so great stuff and a lot of things that just are unnecessary. And number three is don't be the first person hopping on every trend. Uh, Be 
be wary of them. If something sounds really like too hyped up and too good to be true, probably is. Uh, so just be aware of those things. Um, just three things I want to share with you real quick. Last email or two, I've discussed that I've um, come up with a training program that is going to be available online. And it's going to be called the Motocross Training Programs. Um, yeah, really a lot different than what the title is of the podcast. But um, they're almost ready to be rolled out. It's really just kind of finalizing some details on my end, some technical stuff. But hopefully by the next podcast, I can kind of tell you where to go to get started. Again, these are going to be moto-specific workouts that will be e- emailed to you weekly. It's going to be very affordable. It's going to be very convenient. And it's just going to help you basically get set up for success. So until then, um, avoid these training traps, keep training, and we will talk soon. Later.